Yo. What's up, man? What's going on? Much. How was your New Year's, man? This is our first show before New Year. After New Year. Man, my New Year's was terrible, bro. Um, I came down with that. <laughs> Hold on, it's rough. Hold on. Yeah, I came down with that Rona, man. Um, that was some serious, man. I don't wish that on nobody. Yeah, everything's clearing up now. Um, I actually, um, actually got did another test the other day to see um if I'm gonna come back negative after that. So, but I don't wish that on nobody, dog. Well, I'm glad you're feeling okay. Yeah, man. You mean, but. Man. You know you're on two devices. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you had that wrong dog. Yeah, man. That's somebody. That thing that ain't no joke, man. Hey. Those that don't think COVID is real, but I'm here to tell you, man, that thing is real. Um, I really think if I didn't have a shot, I'd have been in a different situation, bro. Um, that thing attacked me bad, bad, but um, I have to disagree on that, but we can talk about that on another show. <laughs> that just because you got the COVID shot, it made this COVID for last week. Hey, but I know, but my that body, my be, body fight. That could be fun. Yeah, my body fight. My really, my body fight. Um. Effects in the germs, anyway, man. But it just, man, to be honest with you, bro, hey, having an underlying condition, you know what I'm saying? It, it could have been different, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you I, think, I thank God. That... Body. <laughs> <laughs> you do got a big ass body. <laughs> boy, you stupid, boy. <laughs> yeah, but I just thank God, man, that, um, you know, it won. It won as worse as it could have been. You know, some people don't pull out. This. Some people don't live to have a story. Say, hey, look, I had COVID. You know, right. Well, I'm glad you're okay, though, man. Yeah, man. Me too, man. Glad you're okay. You still musty, but I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> well, look here. You still got jokes, bro. Hey, but did you hear about the giveaway though? Did you? You never replied back to the giveaway we was talking about. Find you somebody to play with. <laughs> find you somebody to play with because I ain't the one. Stop <laughs> giving it away and it's boo. Okay. <laughs> hey, if a Jordan say, hey, how we giving it away? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's going to be like, damn, can I have it? <laughs> But it's cool though, you, you know. You got just because you got the kind of car you. I ain't gonna tell them what kind of car you got, but just because it's that don't mean just because you got that kind of brand of car. It's a two thousand five, <laughs> <laughs> and you got the base body. <laughs> your baseline, <laughs> your baseline, bitch. 
Hey, boy, I saw hey, I saw the new um Jeep wagon, boy. The Reganair? That motherfucker's so nasty. Boy, that thing nasty, boy. I ain't a Jeep type of guy, but that thing nasty, bro. Bro, it's a hundred thousand. Unless you want the base model. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the base, my boy. Me either, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, check on your boy, man. I'm about to right now. Man, man, this is a new edition of the D Start Show, man. I'm D Start. I'm Calvin. I'm Calvin. I'm Calvin. And join on with us, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I first, I want to start off, man. Tell all the li- listeners, thank you. We, man, have our ratings that went up very high, man. Uh, we actually were thinking about going to internet radio. I looked into it today. So I want to thank everybody, man, for making this podcast successful. Um, but our next step will be internet radio. And when we send out the link. But Kevin, um, you want to tell them what we'll be talking about today? Yes. Uh, we are talking about police brutality today. That's what that's our topic today. Um, it's gonna be a rough topic. Uh, as you tell, we say what we feel, how we feel, but we do not try to harm anybody, make nobody feel no type of way. These are just our opinions. So please don't take it that serious. Um, I'm going to swing this thing over to Jordan. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. All right, perfect. Um, So like Calvin said, today the conversation is around policing. um, I I can't even talk. Hold on, let me redo that. It's around policing, more specifically um, kind of police brutality, breaking down uh, where policing started, breaking down some of the modern day issues that we have uh, now with policing and, and some of the, the reasons why 
African Americans don't get into policing uh, as much as we should to protect our own community. So um, to start it off, I want to just give a, a brief background of where uh, policing started. The roots of policing can be traced back to um, the early 1700s, um, somewhere near the Carolinas or the Virginia area. Um, I don't believe it's quite established what territory of the United States it was actually started at. Um, but it, it was during a time where African-Americans were uh, abused. Uh, we were enslaved people, enslaved as a race. Uh, we couldn't really do much for ourselves. And um, policing was invented or created. It came about uh, as whites or, you know, the, the dominant race at the time or, or the, the believed dominant race at the time um, were realizing that African-Americans were resisting slavery a lot more than they thought we would. So policing was originally started um, as a form of slave catching or as a form of um, property protection for uh, white people at the time. And That's deep. When you when you look back at it, um, police officers were given the authority by um, local constables, uh, slave masters, or you know just local militant groups at the time, and were tasked with the charge of returning uh, property to slave owners. Uh, the property being uh, the slaves that they had they had enslaved at the time. Um, and also to protect white people's interest in property at the time. Policing uh, was not originally started to benefit or to be a protection mechanism for everyone. It was, it was to protect one particular uh, group's interest and one particular group's property and, and things like that. So I believe that's why we have a lot of the issues that we still have today in modern day policing because it was never developed for African-Americans to benefit from this system. And guys, like I said, this this, this probably gonna be part one of this episode because right now it's basically our opinions, but I do think, man, like on this modern day time, like we gotta take some of the only self as African-Americans. Um, Sometimes when you get pulled over, the reaction that we do, you know what I'm saying? Every officer want to go back home. If I was an officer, I'm the man in blue, and you, and I pull you over, and you're acting crazy, and I'm thinking going home my life, and I'm not going to go back to my family, I may do some of the same thing that some of these cops do. That's a hard for you. That's hard for me to hear you say that, D. I, but I, I know what you're saying, bro. I know, I know, I know what it looked like. But you got to think about it. We got to look at the young teens that we deal with right now, bro. I'm be honest with you. you know, a lot of them out here, man. They quick to react. It's fuck the police. It's it's this and that, this and that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you got to check yourself before you try to check others. Not trying to say every white officer is right. I'm saying the um, it's a lot of cases, man, that they haven't been right and they they have been wrong. But it's a lot of cases that, hey, if we would have reacted in a different way, would have been okay. It's just like the guy down in um, Georgia. And I, I don't know somebody be listening and this is family that happened at the witness. You know what I'm saying? I look at the whole situation. Could an officer have did something different? Yes. It probably could have. But at the same time, we're not looking at that. 
and he grabbed the officer gun. So what do this officer supposed to do now? When when an officer feel like they're in danger, what do they do right now? What do they? Do? Yeah, but what if they don't grab the gun? What if they? What if they back turn? I get it. If they if they don't grab a gun and you're following all the um the right steps, I get it. Yes, okay, hundred percent wrong. But sometimes you gotta. What if they sleep in their house? What if they sleep in their house in their bed? They did that's wrong. They did that's wrong. They did that's wrong. But the the main thing I'm talking about when we get pulled over in traffic stops, you know what I'm saying? It's things that we can do too. Like you say, man, um, when we had our meeting and everything, the difference. How can we make a difference? How can we make a difference as African American people? What can we do? And don't and don't don't take it wrong. Hey, yeah, we have did things right and still get lashed and and get beat up and all this stuff here. But in some cases, do we take it there? Sometimes we got to take ownership. We have to take ownership and look in the mirror and say, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong when this officer pulled me over? What did I do wrong when this officer asked me to stop? And not trying to say it's like that because they're not. You know what I'm saying? But the, the, the cases that, that the police officers are out here beating up people's ass or breaking, breaking, coming into their house like the Breonna Taylor situation, they were dead ass wrong. It was dead ass wrong. And it took too long for them to get a conviction on that. They was wrong. They was flat out wrong. First of all, you came to my house at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, beating on the door. Hey, look, I'm going to react to the gun. I mean, hey, because I want to know who this is, especially if I stay in a neighborhood where I already have break-ins and stuff like that. So I'm not trying to say that African-Americans are 100% wrong, but sometimes we got to look at our actions and how we pursue things. Okay. And you know, and, and I want to be the first one to say that that I understand that point of view and and I understand the fact that being a police officer or any type of officer of the law, officer of the court, is not an easy job. It's not it's not easy by any means um because of the the high fear and the high tensions and the high anxiety that come along with you know holding that position. It's it's when you put on your uniform or your badge or your gun or, or you know your regalia every day, you go out into a world to face challenges that, that you don't know um, what they could pose. You don't know if you're going to make it home alive that same day. You don't know if you're going to see your family again. And I completely understand um, that it's a difficult job to take on, but at the same hand... Um, just like other difficult jobs to take on, it's still a job that you signed up for, and it's a job that has to be done correctly. Because if you if you stop doing these things correctly, then the people lose faith in the system. People lose faith in the system. They no longer care what police have to say. They no longer have a um a um you know a say in, in what goes on. Because we can't trust you. And if you can't trust a police officer to do the right thing, then how do you expect them to hold your best interest at heart? And it ain't every officer, it ain't every officer that we have an issue with. It's the it's the cowboy that want to the fucking force. What you call it? They want to join the force. The cowboy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Them the ones that hey look, they get back, hey, they they got their ass beat in school. They was <laughs> all their fucking lives. So now they get these badges, and now they want to goddamn 
be macho man. And you know what I'm saying? So it them the ones right that we had a problem with. The ones that do job and serving protecting, hey, we cool with you. But it's the ones that want to show their ass and show their authority. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, hey, you got a badge, you got a job. It is what it is. It's kind of like a manager on a job. <laughs> Working, you just want to fuck with me because you got tell you can. You know what I'm saying? Then the ones we have right. a problem with. And you know, you you're right, D. It's not it's not all police officers that you know that have an issue with you know brutality cases, issue with violence, or issues with abusing their authority. But I'm I'm gonna say it just like how Dave Chappelle said it. You know, all police officers ain't bad, just like all airplane pilots ain't bad. But if you had a lot of airplane pilots crashing planes, well then people will stop taking flights. But it goes back to discipline also because if an officer, an officer should never have another chance to kill somebody else. You, you know what I'm saying? So if you got most of these officers, man, if you look back into all the cases, they don't have situations before the situation where it took somebody's life. So when is enough is enough. You know what I'm saying? So now you don't shot at a person and why are you still on the force? Right, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, not, not gonna investigate you because you don't publicize and you don't kill somebody, and people got to make it make a scene before we ask to say, "Hey, look, we're gonna try to convince this person." And really, in the Breonna Taylor case, really, they just took one of the sucker guys out of, out of the whole case, and hope it, you know he gonna take the fall for this. Mm -hmm. I still don't think they got the main person on that. You know what I'm saying? So now you got your fall dummies. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, you gonna you gonna take this fall. So you still don't get the right people. They just want to shit our mouths up and say, hey, look, okay, hey, look, we convicted somebody. Will y'all shit the hell up now? No, we're not going to shit up. Equally right, you know what I'm saying? Because the white man and the black man ain't the same no way. And the color is not the only thing that separates us. Come on, man. Yeah, and I I think that, that you're absolutely right about that. that it, it needs to be... Um, more strict and more disciplinary actions um, that need to take place once an officer has done something, um, you know, against the code or done something just uh, as a crime against humanity. And a lot of the times um, now there is no there is no responsibility that's being um, appointed to these officers or there is no repercussions for, you know, for a better word. Um, that's being given to these officers for random acts of violence or um, random acts of, um, you know, killing uh, anyone and not just African-Americans, but killing anyone for that matter. Because um, I was I was reading an article the other day, LAPD uh, shot a uh, guy in a department store in California, Burlington department store, and he was apparently swinging a bike lock around it had bludgeoned or hit uh, one or two women or something like that. The guy had um, apparently seemed to be having some kind of mental episode. Um, but as LAPD were entering the store and, you know, firing off rounds from their firearms, they shot the guy, but they also struck a 14-year-old girl and killed her while she was in the changing room getting clothes for her uh, quinceanera. And it's, it's stuff like that, that that weighs heavy on my heart because 
when you're a police officer, like I said, that's one of them jobs where you don't get afforded a lot of mistakes. You right. you make you make too many mistakes and people lose their lives. So, so did they lock the officer up as he uh, shot the fourteen year old? I think the question is pending. Um, the the young lady was a Latino, not that it matters, and the officer was a black man. Again, not that not that that matters. And and I could see your point, Calvin, for for you saying that that it does matter. But I'm gonna say it doesn't matter in in this instance because. Um, just being a police officer in general, black, white, Latino, indifferent, because it, everybody dishes out shit, um, and and it's not fair a lot of the time. But this right here is just a, a blatant disregard for safety. Police officers shouldn't be um, shouldn't be opening fire in a department store, actively shooting in a department store if nobody has shot at them. You know that's, right. that's so what, what like the. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to say this one last part, and then you go ahead. That's kind of like what we were saying the other day. You know, if you got a guy on the highway already doing 100 miles an hour, rolling past the police, and now you got a police officer doing 60, 70, 80, up to another 100 miles per hour on the highway trying to catch this guy, now you got two people swerving in and out of traffic on the highway doing 100 miles per hour. The only people that's going to suffer is the drivers on the road. You know, it, it's ridiculous. So at some point, there has to be an eval to say, hey, is this situation worth firing off rounds? Right. Is this situation worth having a high-speed pursuit? Right. But why did we get them tasers? You know what I'm saying? The tasers came in, you know, um, they said, hey, okay, we're going to give our officer tasers. And, it, you know, then they won't have to shoot fire, you know, won't have to shoot and kill people. They don't even pull the fucking tasers out anymore. And if they pull the taser out, it's on innocent fucking people. Hey, you know, what you say? Go ahead, Calvin. What you got? I'm just sitting here thinking about all my experience that I had with the police. And I only can say I had one bad experience with the police. You know what I mean? Like, the other one's been good. You know what I mean? But I'm sitting here thinking about everything that I see on the news, everything I see on social media. And it's just sad, man. It's just sad. That's why I'm quiet, man, because I'm just thinking about how their families feel. You know what I mean? And, just... and like you said, like the day, man, the day is the anniversary, man, um, of when the uh, Capitol, the United States Capitol, got broken into, man. And, you know, you look, you look back, man, to see the, the person that was behind that. So I get what you're saying when you say, how do we supposed to trust them? You got the commanding chief that was behind that. Mm. And you, you know what I'm saying? Today is the anniversary on that. A lot of people might not realize, but last year, this time right here, our country was going through a lot of shit. But it's these cowboys. The KKK is not gone. Don't think it's no. gone. No. They, they're, hiring them on, they're hiring them on the police force. And to be honest with you, man, this started from our previous president, our ex-president, Mr. Donald Trump. He gave them the okay to think, okay, hey, look, you can do the hell you want to do. Not just the police officer. The Caucasian Americans also. He told them, hey, they made it, they made it, it made it seem like it was okay. And the shit is not okay. So we blame, we blame all the officers. officers. We blame the officers and everything, man, but at the same time. 
we had a commander in chief, man, that said, hey, look, it was okay. It was okay mm-hmm. to kill that black man. And well, why are they acting? You know, it's okay for certain people to act as a police officer. Yeah. What the hell I'm acting like? My neighbor's over there fighting or some shit. What am I acting like a police officer for? I called law enforcement. <laughs> what? Shit. Yeah, because you, know you get your ass killed, boy. Right. And that's, that's where you get the camera from. If a motherfucker breaking in my neighbor's house, hey, 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 don't do that. No, I'm calling them people. That ain't none of my motherfucking business. Once I make a 911 call and tell them what's going on, hey, look, I'm, I'm back in my shit. Now, mm-hmm. you come over here, now it may be a different story. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's going to be a different story. Mm-hmm. Hey, all I can do is report the shit. I'm not a cowboy. I'm not a cop. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> I, bro, I, I love the way you say cowboy, bro. No homo. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, and I, and I completely understand what you're saying. You know, and I, I think it's 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 that reason that a lot of people do end up getting killed and getting in other people's business. Um, you know, trying to trying to do what they call a citizen's arrest. If you look at the the Amar Arbery um, case. Trial, what, whatever. Well, I won't say Amal Aubrey trial because it wasn't his trial. Um, the trial for the killers of Amal Aubrey, the um, McMichaels. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that was a cover up from the get go. So when they when they finally released the video footage, this guy, um, you know, Amal Aubrey was running through the neighborhood, getting exercise in, wasn't bothering nobody, wasn't harming nobody, um, and you had these uh, vigilantes. Because that's what they are, vigilantes turn um, superhero, turn, you know, sheriffs or, or cops, whatever they, they thought they were, um, to, to make a citizen's arrest or try to make a citizen's arrest on a man who has not done anything um, to be placed under arrest. And, you know, unfortunately, that, that ended up in him being killed because he, he, was, he was resisting whatever type of um um a restraint that they were trying to that they were trying to put on him at the time and that's ridiculous that now in 2021 um or or back at at the time in 2021 that we still have people with the mindset of oh I can detain a person because I suspect them of doing something criminal right you know that's that's not your job if you're not a police officer Or this is not a man type city. Go, go ahead, D. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, All go right. ahead. Hey, no, motherfucker just thinking this goddamn Mayberry and shit. Hey, That's what I'm saying. Everybody. Or like, I saw a video, I saw a video of a of a, uh, a black man that lived in an apartment that was like $2,600 a month. And the lady holding the door talking about somebody need to see ID. Like, get the fuck off the door. The fuck you need to see my ID? You not my fucking landlord? Like, if I have a key to this place, what the fuck do you think I'm just... Oh, I just picked up a random key from the street. Right. Or the bitch that was drunk and she was a police officer and she kept trying the wrong door. You know what I mean? Like, and ended up killing that man. That shit crazy. And even, and even go back to things, man. You know, like, when we protest, though, it's a ride. But... White House... What they call it, that shit. Half them people ain't even got fucking... Half of them ain't even went to jail. Half of them ain't even got a goddamn... They ain't even got a postcard saying, hey, bitch, we looking for you. You, you know what I'm saying? None of that shit. Come on, man. 
when that shit gonna stop? But you no, know, when it will stop, when black folks come together, man, and work together, and we can make changes, because we have already proven our dollar is very fucking important. They stopped our, us our in the eighties. Yeah, but hey, we can. Hey, at the end of the day, ain't no more fucking burning shit down no more. We we are very powerful. We're very powerful. But I'm saying, think about it. We got Hispanic, all of us to get together, and we can run this motherfucker. But ain't what we trying to do. We trying to live in your world, and we trying to survive. We trying to send our kids to school. Hey, it's man. I promise you, man. Every day I worry about my fucking kids, man. Just going to fucking school. Little Tommy you never know, man. You you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. But my thing is, but what happens when a when a Caucasian person do something, it's a mental issue. Mm-hmm. But black let one of my kids, let, let one of my kids and my ancestors caught to do something. Hey, gang violence. He, he gang, gang. He gang related. So what the hell we call this right here that just happened to the Capitol a year ago? What is that? Upset Y'all people. Mean, upset Americans. Damn that shit. We upset every day. We upset every election. It's every upset election Americans. Upset. Come on. I'm the saying, shit, man, I, this, this is no fucking lie, dog. And I know we're kind of getting off topic a little bit, man, but this is the first time I ever seen, about two years ago, they had a whole motherfucking parade on the fucking highway to my Donald Trump. Yeah, I seen that. This, this is no motherfucking lie, man. I'm talking about 275. I had to call my boss, hey, bro, I'm going to be late. I 275, that. both ways. Both ways. Let us try some shit like that. Let us try some shit like that. We're police escort. Y'all, man, you're tripping if you think the KKK ain't over, man. That shit live, dog. And that, that shit alive and well, man, I'm telling you. Um, so, you know, to, to get back on topic um, and, and ask some of these questions that I, I know we all have prepared for the podcast. Um, I'll go ahead and start it off. Um, my first question is um, to Calvin and D. Why do you believe that the police, um, police departments, law enforcement in general, um, officers of the law get away with uh, the reckless behavior and sometimes deadly behavior um, that that they um, perform without getting any repercussions or without getting any serious repercussions behind it. it, it it's all about, man, when you go to courts, man. So me and you and Kevin, we all officers, man. And we on this scene and we know we dead ass wrong. But when we present this story to our chief of police or to the judge, hey, they on our side. We're officers of the law, you know what I'm saying? So once we present our story and sell it, oh, we thought he had a gun. We protected our life. They know what to say. But I think what would change, man, if they fire their their weapon and they start killing people, they wait in jail like we would. Because if I I go out there right now and somebody broke in my house and I shot somebody, I'm going to jail. They're going to lock me up. I'm guilty in too proven innocent. For, for, for being a black man, I'm guilty in too proven innocent. Not innocent too proven guilt. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm guilty in too And they don't have that. 
they innocent until proven guilty. That's my opinion. Yeah, and my opinion is like pretty much what D was saying. It's the government. The government was not built for black people. You know what I mean? So it wasn't even it. It was it was built for them. You know, it was bit it was built to benefit the white man. So I feel like the reason why they don't get away, well, why they get away with that, is because of the government. The government was built for them. I'm a, um, I'm a. Uh, shine some light on a topic that's very controversial, um, qualified immunity for police officers. So qualified immunity for police officers means um, that there are certain things that they can get away with because they are in the line of duty that the, the state or whatever agency that they work for will back them because of qualified immunity. They are not held responsible or accountable for some of the things that they do and recently, I believe last year, see the last year back in 2020, I can't really remember which one it was. Um, the state of Colorado did away with qualified immunity, which means, you know, hey, if, if you're a police officer on the scene in Colorado, if you turn off your body cam now, I think that's that's immediate suspicion. You know, that that's a, a immediate suspicion of, OK, what, what were you doing? You know, now you can be held accountable for things. Um, that that you do while you're on duty as a police officer. There is no more qualified immunity. They treat you like a regular person when when some shit goes left. Just like the um uh the death of Elijah McClain. And I, I don't know if you guys know anything about the death of Elijah McClain. He was walking down the street, I think he was walking home from the store, um, stopped by police officers. He wouldn't stop um because he had um either schizophrenia or, or some type of um, mental disorder, uh, mental dysfunction. Um, ultimately, the, the police didn't either didn't know that or didn't care about that. He tried to tell them time and time again he had a disorder. Um, they would not listen to him. Uh, what ended up happening, uh, EMTs arrived on the scene after they called the EMTs, and the EMTs injected a man with um, a lethal amount of horse tranquilizer. Uh, I think it was ketamine. And the the sad part about it is, is he wasn't doing anything wrong. He had a hood on. I believe it was raining outside or it was cold outside. So he had a hood on, he had his hoodie up. He was on his way home from the store. So, I mean, that confrontation with an officer and the officer not listening to what he was saying at the time ultimately ended up in that person's death, in Elijah McClain's death. How do we, how, how can, you know, I think it was a Royal PD. How can a Royal PD justify something like that? They can't. You can't justify something like that because he wasn't bothering anything. He, he was not in the commission of a crime. Police officers are supposed to prevent crimes, protect people and stuff like that. They're supposed to stop people crime. If you haven't committed a crime and the officer is stopping you, then, hey, what the fuck you stopping me for? Yeah, but it's a better way you can say it instead of saying what the fuck, because they're going to put them on alert. I mean, I, I completely get that. I completely get that. But you have to take the emotions out of policing. Just, yeah. just like the same way, you know, you got to take your emotions out your job. Yeah. It's, it's the same shit. 
No, but at the same time, you got to think about it. If an officer asks you a question, you may you you may just be a suspect. You may look like the suspect, or you may just want to ask you a question. But the response, uh, hey, like the captain was saying, what the fuck you need with me? That that take them to another level too. Let's activate that. Activate the cowboy code. You know what I'm saying? Now it give me the right to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you're doing them again, hey, because now they got a reason. They got a reason. Hey, look, you came at me, violent. Hey, but you know hey, what I'm saying? So just just because we think that way. It already is dead ass wrong. Just because we've been mentally conditioned to think that, I can already tell you right now, this is why the police force needs to be redone. It needs to be revamped. Because listen to what we're saying. we saying, because I say something you don't like, you got the right to whoop my ass. You feel me? So now, at, at the same hand, that's like me saying something to you, D. You know what I'm saying? That's like saying, come up, you say, fuck you. Now you you got the right to whoop my ass. You know what I'm saying? Now we into it. Sometimes you got you got to let shit roll, bro. Being a police officer ain't no different from being a regular motherfucker. Yeah. When, when it when it come down to it, it's ego, it's pride. You got to put that shit to the side if you're gonna be a police officer. But you know what they call it? They call it they call it disrespecting of police officer. They call it. And I get what you're saying, man, but. If we won't change, man, sometimes we got to change. They're not going to change, dude. They waiting for you to activate that ass whoop. And when you say fuck them or disrespect them, you just activate your ass whoop. Now they got a reason. You know, call hey, the cam cam camera only can show so much. You better hope another motherfucker got that with a goddamn um, phone recording some shit. Mm-hmm. Because Everything everybody can edit. Right. I'm gonna edit this up before I turn it in. Or oh, before we give this out to the press, we're gonna edit it up. This is what happened. The only thing the first thing they're gonna see, and, the, and TV, you watch TV all the time until we get the whole story, that when we build our opinions. Mm-hmm. When you make it that you get that one piece that say, Hey, look, but Jordan said, Fuck you. And that's everybody, and they're gonna play that shit. Everybody got that new cast. Jordan said, Fuck you. And then mm-hmm. and not, not an officer reacted. So, but if you never say fuck you, they can't put no words in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? They can't make you act no other kind of way. All right, it's so, all so I get to you like this. What about the officers that plant drugs on people? It's the same shit, bro. Yeah, I've seen, I be seeing videos like that. Come on, it's, it's the same shit. And a lot of officers get caught, but a lot of them don't at the same time. Some, bro, some of these officers don't get caught to 10 20 years down the line where folks and did a bid 10, 15 years in the joint and now, oh, this officer been, you know, caught on misconduct, you know, planting drugs on a person, such and such and such and such. Come on, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's bigger than words. It's bigger than, you know, how you feel about some shit. It's a mentality, bro. If you going into being a police officer with the mentality that you're going to fuck somebody day up, you into this shit for the wrong thing. You in it for the wrong reason. I feel that. You in it for the wrong reason. And I don't care whether you, you know, black, white, clan member, black panther, what whatever you is, what whatever type of affiliation you got, you leave that shit to the side, bro. You put your ego down to the side and you do your fucking job. Policing is a job. It's a dangerous right. job. It's a job with high anxiety. It's a job with high stress. But at the end of the day, you signed up for this shit. 
And I get it. I completely understand that there are going to be moments, um, you know, of high stress moments where you're going to fear for your life and, and shit like that. I get it. It's, I get it, man. I understand. But at the same hand, you held to a higher standard or should be held to a higher standard than regular individuals because you have more authority than a regular individual. You're supposed to serve and protect. You're supposed to use the tools that you got to serve and protect people from, you know, criminal activity or bad guys or whatever it is down the third. You're not supposed to target people and shoot them at traffic stops. You're not supposed to plant drugs on people to get a conviction. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's shit like that. You're not supposed to run into a department store and start firing rounds uh, because somebody is swinging a bike lock. You're definitely not supposed to hold your knee on a man's neck for, for eight, nine-some minutes, bro. Come on. And, and I, I understand exactly what you're saying, D. You know, at the end of the day, you want to make it back home to your family. But at the end of the day, them families want their family members to make it back home too, now. Nah. What? What? That's some real ass shit. And if you come to my car window and I know I ain't did nothing wrong and you get to rapping in me about all this down the third about what I didn't do, I know I didn't do it. Oh yeah, fuck you. This down the third. Now, if I'm in the wrong, I'm, I'm the first person to say, oh, I'm in the wrong. Straight up. I got pulled over one time and my license plate light was out. And you know, me, I think it's some bullshit because my license plate light, it, it really don't mean nothing. I got two of them here. The other one was on. Ain't no big deal. But I understand where the officer is coming from. I'm I'm technically breaking the law because my vehicle is supposed to be in good operating condition. And I guess with a license plate light out, it ain't in good operating condition. So, cool. No. Tell me the problem. Whatever. Give me the ticket. Give me the citation. Give me a warning. I'll take care of it. But now you coming at me with some, I didn't ran the light. I know I ain't ran no light. And this is some bullshit. Oh, I'm going to tell you this is some bullshit. But that's that why, man, right now, uh, even when I get pulled over, man, uh, my advice, I give anybody a color, Hispanic, whatever you are, even a white American, man, hey, if you get pulled over, go where people at. You know what I'm saying? I won't pull over on a dark road for no cop. I would call the police station, hey, look, there's an officer behind me. Will you dispatch him and let him know, hey, look, I'm not stopping until I get to a lighter area. Because on that side of that road, me and the officer, it's his word against mine. They're already scared when they pull you over. Yo, and one wrong move, boom. But I feel you, I feel where you're going, Jordan. Hey, that's, that's deep, man. I mean, cause cause we gotta change the mentality, bro. We get we gotta change the way we think about this shit. Because if we continue um to accept the fact that it's okay for a police officer to brutalize us or say any old kind of thing or do any old kind of thing they continue getting away with it man and and i'm not saying that that you got to go all out ballistic on the police and you know you got to do this that and the third and show your ass and shit like that but if a police officer come up to you and say you broke such and such and such law and you know for for a fact that you didn't break such and such such law well, yeah, it's his word against yours. And yeah, you know, you can you can politely say, oh, officer, I didn't do that. And he could still politely give your ass a ticket. You take that ticket to court and tell him to prove it. Mm -hmm. But you don't tell the man to fuck out of here. 
Prove it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell him, get the fuck out of here. Give me my ticket, get the fuck out of here. I got pulled over in Oklahoma <laughs> one time. And and it, it, it was really some bullshit. It was really a speed trap. It was my fault for not paying attention. I was going through a small-ass town in Oklahoma. And I swear to God, the motherfucking speed limit went from 55 to 45 to 35, damn near in like a quarter mile. I'm like, how the fuck? In a quarter mile, bro, that, that ain't no fucking time. So by the time I look up, I'm getting pulled over. I'm doing about 45 because I slowed down from 55. I'm doing 45 into 35. Boom, pulled over. Uh. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mad than a motherfucker. But you know what? Told the officer. I said, you know, he said, you know why I pulled you over? I said, I know. I was speeding. Give me my ticket. You know, I'm, I'm going to pay the ticket right here, right now. I'm going to call the judge, pay the ticket, call the court, pay the ticket because this is some bullshit. I want to be done with this. I, I don't want to be in Oklahoma no more. Blah, 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 this, that, and the third. I didn't get belligerent. I didn't tell the officer what I was and wasn't doing. I told him straight up, I know exactly why you pulled me over. This, this is a speed trap. Exactly what it is. Ain't no problem. I got caught. Y'all called me. Okay, cool. I'm going about my day. But I'm I'm not going to, you know, sit up here and, and let this man tell me I was doing, you know, 50 over the limit. Now they trying to take me to jail. No, no hell no. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You know damn well that ain't what happened. Right. Well, my bad experience that I had with a cop is when I was on my way to Georgia. Um, I just bought my um, Jeep in 2017. So it was, a, you know, about a 2017 and 2017. And um, I was in Tennessee. And, you know, it's two lanes when you get deep into, into Tennessee. So I was riding in the left lane for about six miles. He was behind me for about six miles. When I tell you the speed limit was 70, I was doing 70. Like I was doing 70 on the nose. Then he blew me. So I got to the side of the world. He waited till he got three cars for backup. And then he came up to the car and asked me. He said, now who is Blase Blase? I said, that's me. Are you sure? How you can afford a car like this? Hey, that's crazy because that that happened. But that that shit be happening. That's crazy because... He pulled me over because of the kind of car I was driving. I wasn't even mad. I was was mostly upset. You know what, Kevin? He was dead ass wrong for that because I know one of his kids got a barber jeep. And you know damn well that Jeep didn't cost me. Actually, that motherfucker cost me $40,000. God damn. (laughs) Because I told you I don't do the base model. I feel you, boy. I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) But that's fucked up, though, man. That's really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But And literally, he asked me what I did for a living. And I told him, I said, look in the trunk. You will see. He opened the trunk. He's seen nothing but hella Chipotle shit. You feel me? But like that, that right there, I, I I was gonna let that ruin my experience with cops because literally after that he just said, "Have a good day." Didn't give me no ticket. Didn't tell me I was speeding. Didn't tell me I switched lanes. Nothing. He literally just asked me, "Am I who I am? And what do I do for a living to afford a car like this?" But the crazy thing is, Calvin, but he he profiled you off of off of you know 
what you look like probably when you got to the window. I don't know if your windows is tinted or not, but at, at that moment, that cop said, you know what, hold up. How how you? Because they think we not supposed to be able to afford nice shit. Yeah, a friend of mine. I was nineteen too. A friend of mine bought a uh, bought a charge, a brand new charge off the lot, and um, the the dealer told him, you know, you know, give it about two months, three months, you're gonna get pulled over in this car. And and sure enough, I think about three four weeks later, he said he got pulled over. Um, cop was wondering how he could afford that car and this, that, and the third. And it's just, it's crazy that we so comfortable with these stereotypes that we already know they're going to happen. Right. Yep. That's, that's the saddest part about it. We, we already anticipated. We already expected. And I believe that's the reason that we get belligerent with the police or indignant with the police because it's like come on man like here y'all go with this shit again right and it, and it gets more and more frustrating as it continues to happen because a lot of the time you know we think oh nah that ain't gonna happen to me they don't still do that to motherfuckers this that and the third nah they, they still do that to motherfuckers and yeah it can't happen to you don't fucking matter you know it don't matter at all. And they know, and it's sad because uh, they know young African-American men and women are probably more likely to buy the Chargers and the Hellcats and the SRTs and the fast-ass shit, you know, that, that police officers seek out when they when they troll in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, this shit started years ago, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they gave us a little freedom. They said change the came, but like you were saying, the history of police officer, man, it started back in the day. Yeah, that that's the history behind it. You know, but so, yeah. um, I don't know if you guys want to take the time to pose some of the questions that that we talked about, but if not, I could go ahead and throw another question I got out there. Yeah, it's cool. Go ahead. So, so another question that I had written down. Um, was why do you think that African American men, African American women? Um, I'm not saying that all of them don't necessarily lean towards a career in policing, but majority of the people that I know are not lean towards a career in uh, being a police officer or, or policing, criminal justice, for that matter. I, I, I think um, as African-American um, or any other background that go into the law enforcement you on a law enforcement, but you are not the same. I don't feel like you you the same, and you'll be treated. You know what I'm saying? But it's like going into something that you believe. You know what I'm saying? If you don't believe in the justice, why would I do it? You, you know what I'm saying? If you don't believe, you don't believe what you you don't believe in your job. Why go to the job? Yeah, but you got to make change somehow. You can't keep complaining. That's let's let's say that's like somebody keeps saying, "I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate where I live at. I hate where I live at." Are you how you gonna change that shit? You complain about not liking police officers. You complain about them pulling you over and shit. Like when when we gonna take the when we gonna take the initiative to take control and be like, okay, I hate this. We need to get more of our people in so we can show them the difference between us. Black people don't hate. We don't hate. I'm going to tell you this right now. We are loving and accepting people. We accept everybody. We do not hate. 
But but my thing is, it goes back to when Obama got elected. You know what I'm saying? He he's not he's not just a black people president. He's a the president of America. But that what we got to stop thinking too, because it's a black officer. That don't mean we still do the same bullshit and you know think it's cool either. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, yeah, we can have more black police officers. We have more black police officers, but at the same time, our behavior piece, too, we still got to check our behavior piece because all white officers are not bad. You know what I'm saying? But we, the cowboys and Indian ones, then, then the bad ones. And, and don't get me wrong now, it's some, it's some black ones out there. It's just as bad as the white ones or towards their own kind. So you can have a black officer, but is he really white when he got on the badge? Is he really black when he got on the badge? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel that I, I, I completely understand that. But listen to this, bro. Just like we, we talked about, you know, the black dollar and black spending, Asian community stick together, Latino community stick together, white community stick together. It go the same way with policing. It goes the same way with policing. With policing, you want somebody from that neighborhood with an investment to better in that neighborhood, to be police in that neighborhood. Right. And, and I think that's a question you want to ask, man. I got an answer for you. And I, I talked to an officer today, and it was an African-American officer. It's, it's not by choice. You know what I'm saying? It's You got to think about it. If you look at a um, – I'm going to just do a small city. I'm not going to do a city the size of Cincinnati. But say you got a small city. Out of 75 cops, you may only have five cops, five black cops. You know what I'm saying? So it's not by it's not by choice that they choose not to patrol the African American areas. It's the demand for having an African American officer. You might not have that many. You know what I'm saying? And you got areas that you gotta patrol. You gotta patrol the city. And then you gotta think about it. If we did that, now black folks are quick to say things are racist. And we can pick out things, we can pick out things when they're not fair real quick. So now if you say, hey, look, only black folks gonna run this community. How would I feel as an officer, as a black officer? Why, hey, why I gotta go to the project every time? Why I can't go over here and have an easier day? You, you see what I'm saying? So you gotta mix it up. Because if I was an officer, I was a black officer, and every day I came in, I had to go run down, be in the projects, and have a hard job every day versus being over here on the good side of town. And patrolling where, hey, look, everybody know my name. How you doing, officer type thing? I'm going to have a problem with that. Why do I got to go and work hard every day? Because that's your job. But what you signed up for? Right. At the same time, I mean, you got the same job, but they sending you over here on the west side where there's nothing going on, but I got to go over to the north side where, hey, I may, hey, I may, when I leave the port, I may not make it back. The car may make it back, but I may not make it back. Hey, but hey, but listen to this, bro. If you if you didn't want to do that, bro, you should have got a desk job. You think everybody in the army to get deployed want to go overseas and get in the wars with motherfuckers? I get that, but you, I get that, but you're not looking at the question. Hey, what the question was? Hey, look, why are the African Americans in, in their communities? My thing is, hey, look, if you just putting them there, now that's race again. We're being racist again. But but listen, but listen, every other community does exactly that. Every other community, I was in um, where the fuck was I? I was in California, I was in Torrance, California, um, right around Lawndale. And 
we were at a, a, a Vietnamese market, I think, or, or some kind of um, market where they, they were either a lot of Asian or a lot of Vietnamese people. I can't remember which one it was. Um, but three cops pulled up. Those cops, all of those cops looked to be of some type of Vietnamese or Asian descent because that's their neighborhood. That's what they have as their best interest. You feel me? When cops come from a community and know people in the community, I feel like, and I could be wrong, shit, I could be wrong. I feel like there's a greater chance of the youth of that community um, potentially seeing a different way of doing things. As there's potentially a relationship that the officers can build with the youth of that community that may potentially sway them to do something different, to, to act in a different manner. As to where when you got white cops or you got majority cops in that population that don't represent that community at large, it's just boom, you arrested, you under arrest, you going to jail, you get slammed on your head, you get slammed on your neck, you get shot at first. And I get well, what it. I get there, it. Joy? What are you creating? What are you creating? It's racist. That's racist to say, hey, look, me and you got the same job because I'm black, I'm gonna go deal with the black folks. Because you white, I'm gonna deal with the white folks. That's but, racist. But and that's you what we're protecting to your folks though. You protecting your folks because we already know. We already know. I'm not saying that all white people is bad. I'm not saying that all white cops is bad, but we already know there is a, a stronger chance, in my opinion, that my community be terrorized by a white officer than a black officer. But at the same time, though, you think about it, as even as a black officer, what are you going to be called when you go to your neighborhood? What are you going to be called? You're going to be Uncle Tom. Yeah. You know, so so it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. We got to change. But you got to build that relationship with the community. And and that and that's that's part of what it is. That and that's why I believe like the question that I asked, the youth is not interested in being police officers. Because every experience they have with a police officer is negative. I think the DARE program stuff. I don't do y'all still do, still do DARE and all that stuff in school? Who you asking? Shit, I ain't been okay. in school in right. <laughs> I'm just I saying, but but I think about that, I ain't been to school in almost seven years, six years. But, but stuff like that, man, we gotta put the programs back in the school also. We put the programs back in the school because all officers are not bad. TV is bad. Internet is bad. Because when we see the stuff, when the kids see the stuff on TV, it's worse than where it really is. Oh, yeah. And like I was just telling you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's sideways. Television is sideways. News would not be good if they came on there and said, oh, hey, look, this right here is a great company. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't care about that shit like that. They don't care about that. Now, if this company go out here and say, hey, this company just pushed out everybody and told them, hey, they don't work here no more. Now, that's news to them. They want they want to hear shit like that. So the news is sideways already. So the, the problem with these kids not wanting to be police officers and all this stuff here, we're taking it out of the schools. You know what I'm saying? We're taking it out of schools. And then when they going home watching television, hey man, officer. But me personally, as a young black kid, if I'm watching television and I see a white officer beating my people up, me personally, hey, hey, look, that's maybe a career I need to go into to make a change. That may be something I want to do to make a change. My my son today, he told me, hey, look, he's going to be a state patrol. And I supported him on that. That's real. 
you know, do hey, we need more. We need more of us out there. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, we gotta their programs on. Oh yeah, but what about those cops that that's that's black and sees racist shit and don't speak up? Yeah, them Uncle Tom ass. That, hey, that's what I'm saying. Come on, it's the same thing. You, the black, the thing. Some of the black people treating it just like a job. Some black cops treat it just like a job. Hey, look, I'm going to work. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm out of here. And they see shit goes and see shit happening and don't voice their opinion. But one thing, hey, guess what? You gotta think about it. It's even on an everyday job. If I voice my opinion, if I say what I feel, am I gonna have a job? Or are they gonna come for me? Because at the end of the day. It's all about, hey, look, I got to take care of my family. Right. And that's what people are thinking, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, if I'm with, when I, if I got an officer and he's white and my um, partner's white and we riding and he do something fucked up, shit. And now I fear for my motherfucking life. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Have you ever seen this movie called uh, Black and Blue? Yeah, that's a good movie, man. I, it was thought, a great movie. Have you seen that, Jordan? Uh, I I think so. That's with the uh, the black girl, and she was trying to do the right thing, and the police force was corrupt and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I seen, I seen. That was a great movie. So, so I, I know, I know, you're saying, hey, look, we got to get in more. We got to do this in our community. But I, I get what you're saying. But oh, we now we supporting racists. You know, uh, us black people, we we can point out anything real quick, right? Because it it just come on. We, now let's not do the community. Let's, let's go into a job. Hey, every day, Kevin got to go out there and goddamn show for the goddamn um cow shit. But D, hey, all I got to do is ride the tractor. We get paid the fucking same. We got the same job. But. Since goddamn Kevin looked like shit, we're gonna keep putting him out there with the cops. <laughs> Come on now. I knew the bit wanted to throw a joke in that motherfucker. All right. But I'm just saying, real talk though. But it's just like with jobs. You, I'm saying, hey, I get what you're saying. Hey, look, send a black cop to the black neighborhood. That's cool. But at the same time, let's mix this thing up. Because at the end of the day, we're looking for good cops. You got to get these cowboys out of the goddamn the KKK, Ku Klux Klan, and the cowboys guys. When they hey, when they get the first complaint on them, you need to investigate that shit and stop suspending these motherfuckers with pay. Right. When you, when you suspend a motherfucker and you hit that pocket, and they can't goddamn spend no money. Guess what? They may think twice. They may think twice for doing the bullshit again. You're right about that. But if I get suspended because I choked the shit out of a motherfucker and I'm still getting paid, do you think I give a fuck? Yeah, no. Guess what? I don't give a fuck. I'm still getting paid and my people going to look out for me. I'm going to be back on the force and I'm going to choke your ass out again. Right. But you got to make believers out of these motherfuckers. Just like you're a fire motherfucker on a regular job, you need a fire motherfucker from these police forces that's not doing what they need to do. They need to take it, take the union away from the police. Yeah, I'm saying not now I'm in the union. They need to take the union police. away. Yeah, the chief of police can't even send that to you because you're in the union. Yeah. A union ain't shit, dog. That's why a lot of jobs don't want a union inside their job. Because now a, a union calls shit to fold, call companies to close. You know what I'm saying? Come on. 
Hey, you know, I will say, I will say, I'm I'm a supporter of unions. I ain't gonna lie to you, and I'm not saying that that everything that unions do it always has the best interest. But as far as the the best interest of the employees, unions is is really the way to go. Now, I will say, um, the 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 police union is is often looked at as being corrupt, but if you double down and look at it, a lot of times the police force as a whole is looked at as being corrupt. You know, from from an African American standpoint, it's just like, yo, what what the fuck? And I referenced the Black and Blue movie again, like, yo, what the fuck? Y'all using our tax dollars? Y'all using our money? Y'all using uh, resources that you that you purchase with our funds to terrorize communities? And then, then you got you know qualified immunity and union lawyers backing you behind every corner that you turn to, so you 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 don't fear no repercussions. That's the biggest thing, the repercussions, though. But it's just it's just like a, it's just like a child, man. If you beat a child ass or hold you know hold them accountable for their actions. They think twice for doing that again. But these officers, man, they're not. They're getting a pat on the shoulder. Hey. Come on, Come. man. Yeah. They getting by the counts. Yeah. Hey, we got we to gotta see how, man, we're going to change this. You know what I'm saying? It got to change. Because at the end of the day, the more black people come together, the more they're not going to be able to touch us. And like you said, Jordan, every group of people come together but us. Everybody hey, everybody come together but us. We we can't even stay in the house together, man, for a whole week without a motherfucker getting in an argument. Man, who the fuck ate my motherfucking sandwich? Come on, dog. Little simple shit. We can't even stay in the house together. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I promise you, man, you put you could probably put the three of us in one house together. Goddamn, the first week or two, everything gonna be cool. But man, going into about a month, everybody gonna find something that the motherfucker doing that they don't like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, D, your feet gonna be musty as fuck. Hey, but I get that. I get that. But I mean, motherfuckers ain't finna start boxing around the crib about it. You feel me? And, and that's the same thing with policing, bro. That's the same thing. Oh, you don't like the way I talk to you. Ain't Without the badge and the gun, you a regular person. With the badge and the gun, you a regular person. You got emotions. You got an ego. You got to put that shit on check. That you do. But at the same time, respect, earn respect. I, I can't go in being disrespectful and then say, hey, look, my thing, if, if, I, if you're an officer, and I walk by and cuss your ass out. <laughs> I just cuss your ass out. You at the end of the day, like you said, we just human. You, you, hey, come on. You're regular. You're a regular old person. So you just go. You supposed to say, I supposed to just say, hey. You supposed to just tell me, all right, man. Just just go ahead, okay. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I hate you. I hate you. I'm saying, come on, dog. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think about it. I I I, I hear you. I, I definitely feel what you're saying, but 
uh, in that in that predicament, bro, you can't you can't you can't bring your emotions to the table with certain shit, bro. It just it's just what it is, bro. Especially not being no police officer. I could see if, if you want to cuss me back out, cool. But you put your hands on me, not you know, you violating. You shoot me, you violating. You arrest me, you violating. Cause I told you, you know what I'm saying? I called you a punk motherfucker. Now now you mad at me. But why you calling me a punk motherfucker? Cause I'm a police hey, officer. Hey, hey, you, you a punk motherfucker. You a punk motherfucker. What you worried about it for then? Okay, okay sir. Okay. I, I'm a punk motherfucker. You go ahead, okay? <laughs> All right, but but I'm saying though, and, and looking at it from that standpoint though, did you really gain anything by arresting me? Because you're gonna arrest me on some bogus ass charges. It disrespect the officer. You disrespect the officer. Man, fuck fuck the feelings of an officer, bro. I said what I said. <laughs> you feel me? Did did I did I did I assault you? No. Did I pull a gun out on you? No. Did I did I try to hurt you in any way? No. You got your feelings yeah. straight. Stop being you a little girl. You told me to get my bitch ass out your face. You right. my feelings. Get your smelly breath having ass out my face then. <laughs> Fuck. Deep breath be on 10. Bitch ain't no motherfucking police Musty breath so, ass. So, hey. So if your if your uh, manager says some bullshit to you, lad, why don't you just got that bite your tongue and keep moving? What you mean? Why don't you just bite your tongue and keep moving? Hey, I'm not I'm not saying that you got to sit there and take it. I'm not saying that you can't verbally say something back to me. I'm saying it becomes a problem when you put your hands on me. Just well, like it becomes, like it becomes with, a problem if I say, hey, but perfect example though. I'm on a scene. We're, police officer working the scene. You come by and you disagree with how I'm handling care. You disagree with that shit, man. Let that motherfucker go. But you, you just got up and you don't even know what the fuck going on. But see, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be but, in a situation like that but, because, because look, that that's an active investigation. I'm on. I don't even know what's on the scene. I don't know what the fuck is going on. What is it? My point is that, but people react like that, man. I, I, but they but be then, dead ass wrong. But then, but then when I tell you, hey, sit your punk ass down somewhere. Now, oh man, the officer being rude to me. And come on, but you came into that scene. Telling me hey, first they, all, they dead ass wrong. They dead ass wrong for that. I'll put it to you like that. Civilians, they dead ass wrong for that. Now, you know what I'm saying? If if you if you be the head, you know what I'm saying, and he bleeding and he ain't laying there resisting or nothing. Yeah, bro, you dead ass wrong for that. And I'm gonna tell you, you dead ass wrong for that. I don't give a fuck. Well, if I'm bleeding because Kavanaugh punched the shit out of me, so I don't put the hit him back because I'm off. I mean, I get that. I get that. But I'm saying if Calvin ain't resisting. You feel me? If Calvin ain't resisting, you got him in handcuffs and you whooping his ass, bro. What what the fuck? I need my lip back. He gonna bust my fucking nose. Was you in handcuffs? Come on, man. That's God. that's the only way I get him under control to get my lip back. I had to put him in handcuffs. He punched <laughs> in my motherfucking nose. Right. No, <laughs> whooping his ass in handcuffs. <laughs> whooping his ass in handcuffs ain't fair. That ain't no fair fight. <laughs> he didn't hit you with, with when you had handcuffs on. <laughs> right, yeah, that's some bullshit. I, I feel you on that, man. But man, hey, this we're gonna have to do a part two on this, man. Um, I did talk to an officer. He's willing to come on, but uh, he was dealing with the same shit I was dealing with last week, COVID. You know what I'm saying? So um, the guy I went to school with, cool officer, man. Um, if you look on um, 
I seen some of his stuff on Facebook, Joe. He did a lot of good stuff for the community and everything, man. So um it's gonna have to be a continuous because this basically this show right here was our what's our opinion, you know what I'm saying? You have anything, Kevin? Uh no, I mean can't wait to part two, man. Hopefully we get a few more office a few officers to come on. Mm. So Hey, Joy, you want to close us out? All right, yeah, man. With that, we're going to go ahead and end it here. Look forward to part two. Um, not sure if it's going to be next week, but it will be, you know, sometime in the future later down the line. This was a good topic. Uh, good opinions got tossed around. Um, a lot of good facts got tossed around in here, too. Um, you know, tune in next time to the D-Star Show. Calvin and Joy. All right, guys. All right. Well,